You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I am back here today, and it is my birthday. So I turned 23 today, and that's why I'm just doing a solo episode. This is going to be a very raw episode, y'all. Like, I'm not going to go through and edit this. I'm doing a Q&A, and I'm kind of just being, hanging out. We're just hanging out, and I'm talking to y'all about all of your questions that you have. I put up a poll on Instagram the other day, actually yesterday, or two days ago now, because today is Wednesday. Um, and I got some questions from you guys. I'm going to kind of go through them and I don't really know how long this episode is going to be. I'm going to keep it under an hour for sure. But before I dive into those questions, I just want to give you guys a few reminders since I haven't been able to do a solo episode. Um, I've been crazy busy with school. So I've just been throwing out all of those interviews, which I can know you guys really enjoy those anyways. I love doing those way more than a solo episode, talking to someone and recording an episode is way more fun than talking to myself. Um, But first, all this week, I am doing 23% off of my abs by Lex ebook. It is linked in the show notes. You guys know what it is. There's 10 ab exercises, as well as 25 amazing recipes, five breakfast, five lunch, five dinner, five snacks, and even five desserts. Um, definitely go get that. If you haven't gotten that already, I'm doing 23% off this week because it's my birthday week and I'm turning 23. So that's where the 23% off comes from. Another reminder is that I'm only taking five clients at the start of the new year. I am starting over with a bunch of new clients because a lot of mine have just ended with all of their three months, six months, however long they were doing, but I know everyone is looking to do new year's resolutions. So I'm only taking five one-on-one clients at the start of the new year because I am still in school and I don't want to overwhelm myself, but I'm also thinking about doing another challenge. So if you're interested in doing a three-month challenge, it'd be the New Year's resolution challenge this this time instead of a holiday hustle challenge. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'll talk to you about it. Get in touch. Thinking about doing the same exact price as last time, so $500 for the three months with biweekly meetings and stuff. I'll get more detail out to you guys as soon as possible stay in contact on my Instagram. You know, I post on my stories about all that kind of stuff to keep you guys informed on all of that. As well as I wanted to remind you guys that I do have a healthy eating on a budget. Oh, a budget, a budget. (laughs) I can't talk today. Healthy eating on a budget guide course. It is in my website underneath the courses, nutritionbylex.com. Underneath courses, I'll have it all linked. It's pretty much just a three module super cheap um, guide to go through. And I pretty much give you the ins and outs of how to save money and really just don't break your bank whenever you go to the store and staying healthy. Because I know so many people think that eating healthy has to be like a $300 grocery chip every time. And that's not true at all. You can easily do it for very cheap. And I give you all of the details on how to do that. So with that being said, I think that is all of my my um, announcements that I have. I can't think today, you guys. I told you I'm not editing this either, so y'all are in for a real fun episode because I'm probably going to trip over my words and stuff, but figured since it's just a solo one, I'm just talking to myself, I'm just going to upload a raw version of it because why not? We're, I'm human. No one's perfect. If I stumble over my words or have to repeat something, it is totally okay. So I'm going through a couple of these questions and probably my favorite one that I'm seeing is what's your morning routine? 
I get this question all the time and I love talking about it because I absolutely love, love, love my morning routine. I've been a little off track lately, but normally when I am on it, I am on it. Like I wake up at the same time every morning and I just, I, I look forward to my morning routine as well as my morning coffee um, in the mornings and it helps me get out of bed. So typically my first alarm will go off around 5.30. Yes, my first alarm. I normally have multiple alarms set, um, but around 5.30 is when I kind of start to wake up. Do I get out of bed yet? Definitely not. That's when the next alarms come in, right? So I'm just kind of like laying there trying to just like maybe roll my ankles, roll my wrists, just open my eyes, um, get a little bit more awake because especially now it's so dark in the mornings and it's just like winter and it's cold. And so it's hard to get out of bed. Even here in Alabama, it's been like in the forties waking up. And I know if you're like somewhere up North, you're like, that's not cold. That's cold to me. I grew up in the South. So anything below like 65, 70 ish, I need a jacket. Um, so I typically have my second or third alarm go off. Sometimes I'll have one go off at like five 55 and then again at six, but typically around six o'clock is when I like to actually get out of bed. So first thing I do when I get out of bed is make my bed. I do not feel like I can have a productive day with an unmade bed. I know for a fact that I have had days where I get up and I'm like, ugh, it won't affect me that much. I won't do it. I'll do it later in the day. And then roll around 1 p.m. when I still haven't gotten one thing checked off my to-do list because I just feel like my life is a mess. And I know for a fact it's because my bed's not made. So first thing I do is make my bed. And then I'm probably also drinking lots of water. What I like to do the night before is fill up a big, like, reusable water bottle. My favorite one is my tortoiseshell, like, uh, Starbucks one. You guys have probably seen it all over my Instagram stories. But I like to fill it up and put it next to my bedside table at night. And I know a lot of people do this because they get thirsty throughout the night and things like that. I personally can't drink that much before I go to bed because I, your girl will be peeing all night long. I'll be up multiple times. So I set it next to my bedside table in order to have it in the morning. So I don't have to go fix it in the morning. And it's just right there. I can grab it and start drinking because we are so dehydrated when we wake up and we don't even know it. So refueling yourself and hydrating yourself first thing in the morning is key to getting your brain working and just waking up. Um, so after I make my bed and I drink some water, I go to my bathroom and I do my skincare and I'm very passionate about my skincare because I have very bad hormonal acne on my chin. Very bad for me, I guess. I've never really had bad acne. I've been very blessed. Um, so bad for me is having a handful of pimples on my chin. Um, but it really bothers me when I see them. So I stay on top of my skincare routine as much as possible. So I do my skincare, brush my teeth, anything that I have to do in the bathroom. And then I most likely will next go pour my cup of coffee. And I have a delayed timer set on my coffee pot so that when I'm getting out of bed and doing my skincare and stuff, my coffee is already brewing. So I don't have to go do it. So I'll pour myself my first cup of coffee and I like to sit down and just kind of like meditate and sit with myself for a few minutes, whether that be five minutes, two minutes, 10 minutes. I very rarely go over 10 minutes. It's hard to meditate for longer than 10 minutes for me personally. Um, my practice is just very short for that. And it's just taking a moment to reflect and sit with myself um, to start my day. 
And then after I do that, I will continue sipping on my coffee as I most likely do throughout the entire morning because your girl is a coffee addict. We all know this, right? Um, I will do a morning devotional, whether that is something on an app or just reading my Bible or if I'll watch a sermon even. This typically takes around 30 to 45 minutes in my morning time on the weekends or if I'm not as busy, I'll spend around an hour. But I find that 30 to 45 minutes is my sweet spot for my devotional in the morning. Um, And then after that is when I will do some stretching. I love to do like a 15 minute yoga routine or just stretch because I find that I forget to do it after the gym or after my workout a lot. So my body gets super tight. So I try to prioritize it in the morning and just get a few extra minutes of stretching in because I just know I'm going to feel better later in the day for my workout and then going to bed too, because sometimes I get really bad restless legs. So by stretching and just working my muscles in the morning and trying to get into those tight, the tightness of it will help me sleep better later that night as well. And then that is when I will either, it depends on my day, I will either go to the gym and get a workout in and then come back, shower and eat my breakfast and stuff. And I will have a pre-workout snack before going to the gym. So like half a banana or something like that. Or if I have a class or need to get schoolwork done, which I typically do, I find that I am so much more productive with my schoolwork, um, nutrition by Lex work, anything along those lines earlier in the morning and then working out in like in the afternoon is better for me sometimes. So what I'll typically do is make some breakfast, open up my laptop, answer some emails, make a to-do list, get started on my day. So that is pretty much my morning routine. Um, If I have time and don't want to do a full workout, I'll go for a walk outside. If it's pretty, like I said, it's getting cold out 40 degrees in the morning. Your girl's not going for a walk outside because that's too cold for me. (laughs) But that is pretty much my morning routine. Um, Let me know what y'all's morning routine is. I don't know. Share it on your stories. Tag me in it. Like I I love morning routines. It's one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube is morning routines because it just gives me and I ideas to add to mine or switch up and change because I love changing it around or having different variations of it so I don't get bored. But yes, okay, that was question number one. And then my next question that I have on here is what age did you really start caring about your nutrition and weight management? So my health, weight loss, all this journey, I guess you could say, has really been a thing for me since high school. But it's changed a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like it's gone from a very unhealthy weight loss to a very healthy lifestyle, I would say. In high school, I was competitive cheerleader. Um, I cheered for my high school. Um, I was very self-conscious about the way I looked. So I've always kind of been very cautious about the foods that I'm putting into my body, the physical activity I'm getting, the way I, the way my body looks. Well, now you guys know I'm more just focused on feeling good and making sure that I'm doing what's best for my health. Um, but I've always been on some sort of a health journey, I should say. So even back to high school. Um, so it's changed a lot though. Like I just said, I really, really started focusing on my nutrition aspect of it and like healthy foods and like the differences between micronutrients, macronutrients and things like that probably started my sophomore year of college in undergrad at University of South Carolina. And 
it really almost took control of my life. Um, I didn't really start to have a healthy relationship with my health journey until I would say the very end of my senior year at South Carolina going into the summer right before I came to Auburn when I started my internship at Rebalance Fitness and Nutrition working with Total Nutrition Technology Registered Dietitians. That's when I really started learning the whole aspect of BMR and what my metabolism is and how come 1200 calories doesn't work for me and why I need more carbs than some people do and just really learning the importance of specific nutrition for each individual. And that is also around the same time I started Nutrition by Lex. So it was back in early 2019 when I really was like, I am super, super passionate about this. And I know for a fact I'm going to change lives by getting an education in this and starting a company around it and really putting in all of my effort to help people learn that their body is so different than the person next to theirs or their moms or their best friends or their dads, or even if they have a twin, they're still so different when it comes to food, nutrition, physical activity, weight loss, and things along those lines. And I just think that was a huge eye-opening moment for me whenever I actually learned how to properly fuel my own body because it opened up my eyes to so many things that I can teach you guys. And that's what I aim to do is being super specific with you and helping my clients and everyone I work with understand that just because you read it online doesn't mean it's true. And just because it worked for that person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So to go back and pretty much answer this person's question, I've always pretty much been on a health journey, but since like high school, not always, like not as a child, you know, but it's probably been in the past three years or so when I've actually gotten on this healthy wanting to educate myself on nutrition. And obviously now I'm getting my master's in it. So it's really gone a long ways since I started. Right. But, um, I was probably around the age 20 when I was very, very much like, okay, I'm going to educate myself and teach other people how to live a healthy lifestyle in a maintainable way. And I made my own transition and around that same time. And that's when that big transformation that you guys have seen on TikTok as well happened. So that's pretty much the answer to that question. Okay. The next one is what do you do to stay healthy, motivated food wise? So how do I stay motivated to eat healthy foods? Y'all, I get motivation questions all the time and it's just, I don't stay motivated all the time. Like, I don't know a better way to say it. Like, I don't stay motivated all the time. Um, I'm human. I'm just like you guys. I just have a passion for it. And I know that I have a following and you guys love to see my recipes and my TikToks and my advice and my clients rely on me. And so that's pretty much my biggest motivation is you guys. And I want to make sure that I'm putting out the best content and being the best version of myself that I can be to help you guys understand and just pretty much get better ideas for yourself of how to live a healthy lifestyle. Like I want to be an example for you. So that's pretty much my motivation and how I stay on top of it. So to say food wise, I love playing around with different recipes and 
when I can take a squash or a zucchini and turn it into a brownie or pasta or something like that, it's so fun to me. So I just try to find things that you enjoy. Um, If you don't enjoy eating salads every night, don't eat a salad every night. Find something that you can look forward to. If you do like pasta and you can be like, okay, I can't do zoodles for zucchini pasta or something, and you enjoy making that recipe, find something you get excited about. And same for exercise too. I'll I'll just kind of throw this in together with not only food-wise, but being physically active and exercise. If you hate running, don't, don't run. Like, don't freaking do it. Why would you do something if you hate it when you have so many other options to be physically active? If you enjoy cycling, take a spin class get a Peloton if you can afford it or enter a giveaway. Hopefully someone, I'd love to win a Peloton. They're amazing. Or if you like boxing or if you like group fitness classes like Burn Boot Camp or Orange Theory or Nine Rounds, there's so many different things that you can do to switch up your workout routines, even trying yoga or just walking. Walking is so underrated, you guys. Like I love walking and it, it just like, lifts my mood. While sometimes if I go for a run, when I know I really don't want to go for a run, it can put a damper on my mood. So stay doing things that make you excited. Change things up. Don't get into a certain habit or routine. If you find that you're getting into a routine of just doing the the same exact workout in the gym every single day, maybe get a trainer or go to my account or someone else's account, Whitney Simmons, Brittany Upton, someone of those lines that put out exercises and workouts every single day so that you can change up your routine. Keep your body guessing and try new things all the time. And I swear it makes living a healthy lifestyle so much more fun. Okay. I get sick of eating the same thing, but I want to stay healthy. How do you mix it up? I create recipes all the time. You guys try new things. Like I know cooking can be hard for some people and it's just not as easy, but switch it up. I promise you, if you try to find like all these recipes and like, like literally go to my Instagram account, I have so many different recipes and just like different things that you can try, especially right now with all my fall recipes. They're so good. Um, I know a lot of them are sweets, but like they're so freaking good. You guys, I'm coming out with a new recipe that I'm partnering with a friend doing, um, later this week. So stay tuned for that. And that's not like a sweet, it's like a dinner recipe. Um, but again, this kind of goes along with the whole motivation thing, change it up and look up recipes on, I don't know, Pinterest, or I have get my ebook. There's so many recipes in there. Um, and also if you're like trying to do it on the budget, obviously I have the course, but think of something like I'm going back to zucchini for some reason, it's just popping into my head, but when you have zucchini, you can turn it into so many different things. Lasagna, spaghetti, um, brownies. You can put it in a salad. You could do like Mexican zucchini boats, which I have a recipe for, the, recipe for that on my blog. So like there's so many different things you can do with one item. And so maybe each week pick an item and be like, okay, I'm going to turn this apple into three different things. Or I'm going to turn... I'm going to do a recipe with corn this week or different things along those lines and just really try to get creative with your meals. Also, meal prepping can help a lot with this. If you prep two different dinners and then two different breakfasts in like 
options for snacks and lunch in the middle of the day or something like that, and you change up your meal prep every week, this can really help you switch it up. And you don't have to think about it throughout the week. You already had it, have it made whenever you prepped your meals. I know most people do it on Sundays. Some people do it on Wednesdays. Um, but you already have it made and it's a no brainer and you're getting at least a variation of two different meals at each, at each meal time throughout the week. And then the next week, switch it up, try two new ones. Um, so that's another way that you could maybe try to mix it up without adding too much effort to it. Um, so yeah. Okay. Let me scroll through. Sorry, I know you guys can hear the train in the background. I can hear it as well, and it's obnoxious. I literally always live in towns where there's trains. My hometown has trains. Columbia, South Carolina has trains. Auburn has trains. Just can't get away from it. <laughs> okay, what field do you wish to pursue in nutrition? This one's really interesting. So I get this question a lot, especially right now, because I am applying to DICUS, and I'm applying to my dietetic internships, but... My main answer for that question right now is sports dietetics and working with like athletic teams. Um, I say this because you guys know I'm very entrepreneurial and I want to own my own gym and I want to own my private practice and I just like want to own all my own stuff. And along with owning a gym comes training athletes and athletes coming in and athletic minded people, right? So I, my, I'm automatically think sports. And most people that come into a gym are wanting to build lean muscle, muscle mass, lose fat. And that has a lot to do with sports dietetics. So that is at the top of my list right now, because it kind of just aligns with all of my goals that I have for in the future. I also say I have an open mind because whenever I go through my dietetic internship, I know for a fact, I'm going to go through all of these different rounds for community nutrition, clinical nutrition, um, working on hospitals and then food service and all these different things. So I'm definitely keeping an open mind because I know everyone has said, or everyone that I've talked to at least has said that like you go in and you are so shocked by what you actually enjoy doing. I was on an open house for one of my dietetic internships um, options the other day. And someone that had graduated from the program came back and said that she's now working in bariatric surgery as a dietitian, and she never in a million years thought that she would be working in that field of dietetics. And she absolutely loved it when she went through the rotation at the hospital and she just stuck with it. So I'm not going to say that I'm 100% going to be a sports dietitian because I can't see the future. I can't speak into that, but that is where my mindset is at now. And I'm going to have an open mind when it goes, when I go through all of my rotations and stuff at a hospital, because I know that there's so many different things that I could do with dietetics out there. And I just want to make sure that I'm getting a good feel for everything. I've already worked in sports dietetics as well with my internship and stuff. So I feel like maybe that's just what I'm comfortable with right now. Um, I really do enjoy working with athletes though, and helping people hit those fitness goals and while combining it with the nutrition aspect. So that's kind of where my head's at now, but um, I definitely have an open mind. So, okay, another question. If you're in a calorie surplus for gaining muscle, should you still up your calorie intakes on rest days? So this depends on your how you live your lifestyle when you're not working out. Are you sedentary? Are you like for me personally, I sit a lot. 
I sit and stare at a computer screen. So if I don't get up and make myself go on a walk and go work out and things like that, I could be sedentary all day. So I have to be super mindful about this. But if you're taking one, two, three, maybe three rest days throughout the week, you could eat under your calories surplus um, by about, I'm thinking about the numbers here. So if you're eating at a calorie surplus at 2,000 calories, we're just making it 2,000 because it's an easy number for me to work with. If you are eating 2,000 calories at a calorie surplus, if you're wanting to gain muscle, you're most likely have a higher protein intake anyways. I would recommend on your rest days, decreasing your calorie intake to around 1,700 calories, 1,800 calories maybe, but don't decrease your protein intake decrease those calories coming from your carbohydrates and your fats. It's probably going to be easier to decrease it from carbohydrates. Um, but whatever works for you, I just would really recommend keeping your protein intake where you have it, even on your, um, your working out days, your active days. Um, but I, you could decrease it by three to 200 calories ish if you want, but it's not, it's not needed. It's not mandatory. It's not going to hurt you in any way if you're eating at that calorie surplus on days that you're not working out. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I was trying to answer that in the best way possible, but um, it's definitely up to you and how sedentary you are. If you're, if you are someone who, if you're a nurse, for example, nurses are on their feet all day long. So if you're a nurse, then I definitely wouldn't recommend decreasing it because you're still burning calories and moving around throughout the day. Um, but if you are like me and you sit at a computer and stare at a screen and sit in a chair all day long, um, then I don't not recommend it. It's up to you. It's personal preference. Um, but it definitely could maybe help you reach your goals a little bit quicker. It's not going to make that much of a difference though. I promise. Okay, so another question that I have here is, how can I decrease the amount of sugar I'm eating and craving? So my biggest recommendation for decreasing sugar intake, because I personally have a sweet tooth as well, so I feel your pain, I understand where you're coming from, is try switching up the types of sugar you're eating at first. So if you're constantly eating candy and it's just like, oh my gosh, you have to have candy all the time, then maybe cut your candy intake down by half. And then for the other half of the candy that you would normally have, maybe have some fruit. So berries or frozen grapes, even frozen cotton candy grapes, guys. So good. Um, but switch it up for fruits and like healthier options for candy. Um, the more you decrease the sweetness of the sweets, in quotation, that which you guys could see my fingers, the sweets that you're eating, the lower your taste buds for, how do I say this? The lower your tolerance for like sweetness levels will be. So for example, I used to love, well, I still love candy. You guys know it's, it was just Halloween too, but I, and I don't deprive myself of cravings, but for me personally, if I'm having a sweet tooth, I can go fix a bowl of fruit and most of the time, that satisfies my cravings. While back in high school, probably, I probably would feel like it wasn't sweet enough, if that makes sense. So if you slowly start to incorporate these other fruit alternatives or sugar alternatives like fruit and stuff, and yes, fruit still has sugar in it, but it's don't worry about the fruits and sugar, y'all. It's fine. It's all natural sugars. 
fruits are good for you. They have micronutrients, vitamins. They're essential food group. Don't cut them out, please. Um, <laughs> going on my soapbox there for a minute. But try to start decreasing the amount of artificial sugars or sugars or anything like that and increasing the amount of natural sugars like from fruit and slowly start to see if you're if fruit will be able to satisfy you over the actual candy. Um, and you guys know dates. I love dates. They're so good. They look ugly and they look like a big bug or a raisin or whatever, but they taste like heaven. Like they literally taste so caramely and good. And if you dip them in peanut butter and maybe add like a chocolate chip, like a, um, I know we're just talking about getting rid of it, but like the Lily sugar-free chocolate chips, Ooh, tastes like a Snickers bar, y'all. It's so good. Um, and it's all whole foods, natural. Like you guys, this is, they're easy swaps and they taste just as good, if not better in my opinion. So that's definitely my advice for sugar. Okay. Another question is how to enjoy your workouts at home when you miss the gym, but can't go because of coronavirus or COVID-19. So I know some things are starting to open back up again, but I also have a feeling things are going to be closing again very quickly. We shall see what happens. Fingers crossed numbers don't skyrocket and we can keep going back to normal a little bit, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I personally love changing up my workouts at home. I know you guys have seen me use the body boss. I do hit functional training workouts with like my body weight yoga, going on walks, runs, um, maybe just like call up a friend and be like, let's go to the park and do a workout. Literally changing it, like changing it up is key for enjoying any type of workout or health thing. Cause you change it up more often, the more excited you're going to be to try something new. Um, so definitely I suggest changing it up, YouTubing different, like different things, like even in like a Zumba class, like y'all, you burn so many calories in a Zumba class and you can find them on YouTube or like a step class or, um, I don't know, <laughs> like use my hit trainings or something like that. Like, okay. Yeah. Use my hit trainings that I have on my YouTube channel, um, or my Instagram stories. I know I have some on there or my IGTV. I have plenty of them. And also I know there's a little break there. For some reason, my recording cut off, but I'm back. And of course, it happens on the day that I'm not editing anything. So hope this flows. <laughs> but I am going to wrap up this episode here um, since we have hit the 30-minute mark. And I'm just going to kind of close up here, remind you guys, 23% off of my Abs by Lex ebook all week this week um, because of my birthday today. And as well as I'm only taking five clients. So I'll have a free consultation link in the description so that you guys can book a free consultation and chat with me, um, figure out about how I can help you and how we can work together as well as let me know if you guys are interested in the challenge. Um, it would be around $500 for three months, which is such a steal because it's typically $500 for one month for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. So such a steal. Um, New Year's resolutions are coming up, so make sure to really figure out what your priorities are for the new year and work with me in a group for the challenge or work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, it's so much more specific. Um, 
what else? Oh, the I still have the healthy eating on a budget guide up. And yes, make sure to share this episode with your friends. If any of the questions that I answered you think would help them out, um, leave a rate if you haven't already. Five stars, preferably. <laughs> um, I thank you guys so much to have already rated. I really appreciate it. It helps support me, helps support the show. And if you have a super quick second, please leave a comment or a review or whatever. Um, I don't know exactly what it's called, but I really appreciate it. Um, wherever you're listening, I know most people listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So please leave a rate and review if you have some time. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I'll be uploading a new episode every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at Nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.